Yeah. Yeah. Draft day. Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day. A. Wiggins. Fuck that other side, bitch. We stay winning. Oh, man. You know I had to do it for you. Welcome back to the All Things Sports you know Podcast, Season 2, Episode 27. I'm your host, Julian, co-host Justin. Antoine is here, as always. Year. We just watched the first round of the NFL Draft. It's Thursday night. Obviously, upon release, it'll be rounds, what, four, five, and four through seven? Yeah, day three. Day Day three three of the draft. Um, Round two will be over by the time you guys hear this. So we'll get into round one. We're going to deep dive. Winners and losers. Um. Surprising picks, surprising players still on the board, uh, players that might have dropped farther than we thought of, uh, questionable picks by some teams. Uh, let's start off with flat out, uh, what do you think was the, the biggest, I guess, story of this draft? Of this, of this round one. What the Giants were going to do. The hands down. Yeah, because Giants were the biggest question mark. I feel like besides the Raiders, the Giants were the biggest question mark. And that was coming into tonight, Thursday, with two picks in the first round, ending up with three picks. Yeah. As, yeah, as we're going to find out later on in the evening, yeah, ending up with three. I think they said that was the first time in the common draft era that they've had two teams have three picks in the first round. Wow. Yeah. And, and questionable decisions. That only time will tell, but from the naked eye, Daniel Jones going number six to the Giants. I hate that shit, man. And then Gettleman, he's he's nothing but a liar and he's a liar. And then everybody throwing around this racist word, you know what I'm saying? Like the Giants organization does need to get it together. How do you pass up on Dwayne Haskins, especially for Daniel, whatever his last name is? That nobody Like for the sixth pick of the draft Are you crazy? Listen I support Duke Blue Devil Nation You already know Zion Williamson You know what I'm saying Cam Reddish You know Shout out RJ Barrett Fuck out of here Shout out Daniel Jones Oh my god yo Like here's my thing And they're talking about franchise bro Oh, talking face, about face. We're talking about sixth pick of the draft. Of We're talking here, about bro. months leading up to today. Obviously, months leading up to every draft is 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 a talk time. But specifically this year, you know, last year was a little more shaped out as to who you would get uh, because if it wasn't Darnold or whoever, you know, it would be it would be Barkley. This year was like, all right, Haskins was the guy that everybody speculated the Giants to, to really be intrigued with, and the Giants even admitted that they liked him. And coming into tonight, it was like, like you said, Gettleman did mention we need to get you know best available, go for the talent. And if you ask me, and I think most of the country, and on paper it's going to say that Dwayne Haskins overruns Daniel Jones like if you look at the numbers 50 touchdowns 8 interceptions to a 43% completion percentage against uh, the Hurricanes yeah Daniel Jones is (laughs) in no right best talent of the draft like a best available talent you guys passed up on Josh Allen yeah 
You guys passed up on Ed Oliver. You and guys passed defense, up on. Did Devin White go right before them? Yeah, right before. Yeah. Devin White to, went to, yeah, Tampa to Tampa Bay. Tampa. So it's it, it's very spooky. Um, guys very passed up on Devin Bush. Very questionable decision. This guy better Christian be Wilkins. the next Jesus Christ. Cause I don't know, I don't know what the Giants are doing. I'm about done. I'm about, I'm ready to just pick a new team. Nah, I can't even. I'm just gonna disown that. You can't just pick a new team. I mean, you can't just pick you. a new yeah, team. Like, I, you I just stop you watching football, bro. Nah, 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 yeah, nah. You gotta bro. stick with it. But, I mean, you can stop watching football. All right. It's e- it's not either pick a, it's either pick a team or just quit. watch and enjoy the tailgating parties. But are you really enjoying tailgating parties? Yeah. If you are, then you are. I don't know. I feel like see my thing I didn't really to be honest, I really didn't have a problem with them taking Daniel Jones. I what I had a problem was them taking him at six. You had the sixth pick, you had the seventeenth pick. They were talking about taking the best available. They've Everybody's assumed and thought that they would take a quarterback, but that was up until two weeks ago when they said that Eli was their guy going for, uh, to forward. The few, forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for the obviously not long term, but for next the, year at least. Yeah, for the intermediate. Yeah, he was gonna have another year or two maybe. Yeah. So I can understand getting his replacement this year. And if you really like Daniel Jones, then go and get Daniel Jones. That's fine. But when you have so many other needs, you have a need at defensive line, linebacker. Corner, like literally, literally every position besides running back and maybe wide receiver. I feel like every other position was a neat position. So I feel like the best way to start building your football team is from the inside out. Start from the line of scrimmage, work your way out. So what do you do? I mean, I feel like another thing you have to do is look to your league. I mean, look to your division and see what your biggest need is. Now you're playing against Dak Prescott. You're now a best. I mean, I would assume that Case Keenan probably will start. I don't see the immediate need to rush Dwayne Haskins. So you're probably looking at you know Case Keenum, possibly Dwayne Haskins, and you're looking at a Carson Wentz. So I would feel like, especially like we said, I, I felt like at that position the best uh, person on the board was Josh Allen. I feel like that's where they should have went. They were talking about pass rusher. Like I said, if Daniel Jones is your guy, that's fine. Take him at 17. There's no way or anybody else. <clears throat> second round. Take Third pick of the first round. Or, yeah, oh or take him God. second round. I mean, or like, for example, how we the saw guys them. had, you know, Giants also had pick 30. And great pick at 30 with DeAndre Baker. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the if what? they would have traded back into the first and took him at 30, it would have been like, okay. Because, like, quarterback is a need, and everybody, like, wants them to address it. So, like, if you get your future guy at 30 and you trade it back to get him, okay, that's fine. You know, Daniel Jones, he might not be the popular pick, but you got him at a reasonable point in the draft. It's a position you really need. Okay, but to get him at six when he clearly was not being taken before that was just a huge overreach, and it really just... I don't, I don't, I don't no want to say it messed up the whole draft, but it definitely... It made everything... It threw a lot off. Redskins fans definitely like rejoiced today. Oh, yeah, they're going to send a gift basket to It the made Giants. a lot of teams comfortable. It made a lot of teams comfortable. They were happy at that pick because even before that pick, we seen a few names fall. Like, right. we, we expected a couple names, out. yeah, to go We didn't know uh, early, Christian early. Wilkins was... I mean, I didn't have a... I definitely knew Christian Wilkins would go top 15, mm-hmm. but I definitely thought he could go top 10. Mm-hmm. And him going to 13 in Miami was, was like... Solid. 
<laughs> Super yeah, solid for Miami. Solid. Yeah. But you have teams like Detroit. <laughs> Tight end. You have teams like uh And that's gonna Oakland. go under the radar. They went and took Cleveland Farrell, which I like Oakland's two first round picks. Oh or excuse me. Three first round picks. So Oakland's first first round pick at four. Let's jump into that real quick. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Farrell. That's um, a good pick. It, it's a solid pick. It's not the splash. It's not, you know, Devin White. It's not Josh Allen, who they could have gotten. I thought, I thought they were going to. It isn't Devin Bush. Uh, but Cleveland Farrell, what he did at Clemson at 27 sacks in three years of play, uh, he won a championship there. He's played, you know, on a great defense. He knows what it takes to, to win. He's a winner. Mm-hmm. He went healthy. Is a freak. He's an athlete. He's fast. He can get to the quarterback, right? Super high motor. So solid first, uh, fourth pick, I guess. And then they have the 24th pick where they go and pick Josh Jacobs. Which we kind of figured, you know, with. Yeah, losing Marshall. Yeah, we kind of figured. Tough running back as well. Physical, fast. He's from Bama. He knows how to win as well. It's that winning culture that, that I was saying. Um, especially with how the Raiders kind of shaped their offseason. They had some free agent signings where, where they made some big names. You know, they went and got Antonio Brown. They got uh, not big name here, Isaiah Crowell, but a filler uh, because they had the money for it. They went and got two wide receivers. They signed John Brown, I believe it was. John Brown? No, John Brown signed with Buffalo. No, JJ. I, I know they got, they still got Bryant. Yeah, Montavious Bryant. I, I'm not sure about Bryant. I believe, what's his name? Uh, J.J. Nelson. J.J. Nelson. They yeah. got J.J. Nelson. Mm-hmm. And then they also signed another wide receiver, if I'm not mistaken. I think they do have Montavious Bryant. He might be suspended. I don't know. I haven't seen him play in years. But, well, and then they were also active other places. They went and got a uh, Vontez Burfecht. Yep. And then they also had uh, safety Marcus Joyner, the Marcus Joyner. So they went and got Lamarcus Joyner, mm-hmm. and then they go and draft at twenty-seven Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State, who is a physical safety. He said one of his favorite players growing up was Bob Sanders, and uh, he just likes hitting people. He likes talking trash. I wanted him personally, you know, possibly to to go to the Colts, but I respect the fact that. The Colts draft, uh, traded out of the first round tonight. Um, I mean, this is this is John Gruden's time. This is the Raiders' time. John Gruden basically took all last year in really disassembling this team. You know, he tried to he set a tone. He no no one man is above the team, and he had to he has to and had to hit on really all of these picks. You got rid of a. Once in a generation talent, Khalil Mack, you got of a number one receiver who proven that he still can be in Amari Cooper, and you, you know you're saying that Derek Carr's your guy. You went and got him the best receiver still in football in, in many's opinion, and you know you went and, like you said you went and got a gritty hard hitter, Montez Perfect, solid Marcus Joyner, and you know we knew that this was the tell all year, especially this is their last year in Oakland. They're gonna be, you know, gonna be yep. in Vegas next year. So they had to hit on all these picks, and I think they drafted really well. I could, you could definitely tell this was a John Gruden draft. Um, and I think that Still they, I, I, I don't know. I, I give them, 
if I had to grade it, I'd give them an A. I think I think they drafted really well. Yeah, the draft the rate yeah, the draft picks. really well. Solid running back, solid defensive end, solid safety. And and they drafted you know, I think they drafted the players where they were supposed to go to. I think that was the big thing they, they made. Didn't they reach. Yeah. I mean they might have reached a little bit with the Cleveland Farrell. But I feel like not on a bad note to say with Cleveland Farrell, it's more of, you know, you did have Josh Allen and then you could have went linebacker with since you missed out on Roquan Smith last year, you could have got a Devin White, right? Like, but I feel like I, I feel like that I feel like at four with them in particular, I feel like that like once Quinn and Williams was off the board, I feel like they really could have went anyone they could you know, they could have been a Devin White would have been at Oliver as well. Could have been Oliver at Oliver no, they no, no, he went to the Bills, right? They, they could have. Yeah, they could have did. Ed Oliver would have been fine. Josh Allen would have been fine. Um, so when they did fair, I was like, okay, you know, that's that's solid, you know. Now, let's talk about the pick that everybody knew was coming at eight o'clock. <laughs> Kyler Murray, round one, pick one, first round pick, MLB first round pick, NFL. Uh, this kid is five. Ten. What is he? Five ten. He's two hundred seven pounds. He's. As big as Russell Wilson is, and we haven't seen a player of this stature dominate the league other than Russell Wilson, really. So, I mean, I'm not going to ask for expectations as far as next year because the Cardinals' future is, is, is definitely something to come of in the next few years. They have to build with this draft. They have the next, you know, next pick tomorrow. Yeah. They can go and get Jawan uh, Taylor. Yeah, which I think would be solid. Because, I mean, a lot of people want to say about, you know, his you know his height and his mobility, his playmaking, which, yeah, he definitely has all of that. But a lot of people fail to realize that 91% of his passes were from the pocket. So if that's the case, I mean, yeah, he can scramble. He can extend plays. He can do a lot of what Russell Wilson had to when he didn't have offensive line. But you really want your quarterback to have the smoothest transition possible. And you really want him to have, you know, obviously a clean pocket. So I feel like, I mean, they went and got, I know they went and did some moves on O-line. Um, but it's just one of those things where, like, in the trenches on the line of scrimmage positions, you really can't have too many of them. Right. Um, so I, I, I feel like them going with an offensive lineman would be the best bet for them to do. My only argument to that would be Oklahoma last year has all of their starting five offensive linemen draft eligible this year, right? So when you got guys like that, all pro or all American type players, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, yeah, I would hope his numbers are, are looking good from the pocket. And not to say that he shouldn't do like, oh, he should do that because not everybody does and not everybody has the talent to be able to put the ball where he can. But when you have an offensive line like that, it's definitely going to take some pressure off of you to do your job to then try to transition in the league to go to one of the teams with the worst offensive lines in the league, as we saw Josh Rosen struggle last year. Mm-hmm. And, and they ended up winning, what, three games, was it, maybe? So yeah, like it's going to be a, a culture shock for Kyler Murray. It's going to be a whole different type of, of, of season. It's gonna, he's, a, he's a winning player. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to a losing organization and try to turn it around. It's going to take time. It's going to take criticism. It's going to take media outlet like uh, headlines because Kingsbury Murray we know their story Kingsbury comes from a losing record as a college football head coach and and they think he's the guy so there's like so much talk going around this Arizona Cardinals team and they need to realize that you know if they draft if they continue drafting well this year and, and do so for the next year or two 
with a David Johnson still in his prime and, you know, a building defense, there's possibilities. So another first round uh first round pick I wanted to talk about was Marquise Brown. Hmm. Oh. Hollywood. Going to Baltimore. <laughs> He's going to go play with Lamar Jackson. So Broward. Boy, two Broward boys. Iced out. Yeah, he oh, was man. iced out. Ooh. He was iced out. Grills. He had a chain with the mouthpiece with the gold grills. Yeah, with the earrings. Yeah. Ooh. That shit was fire. Black diamonds. He had the big 12 <laughs> patch on the jersey. <laughs> and the diamonds. Uh, but, but him going to Baltimore, I think this really, really helps him, right? Because... They're known to run the ball, right? Jim Harbaugh changed that whole offense. John, I get it mixed up. It's John Harbaugh, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. John Harbaugh, he has this offense to where Lamar Jackson comes in and they just start running the ball, right? Last year, it was Alex Collins and uh, was it West? It was Alex Collins. It was Buck Allen. Buck Allen. Buck Allen saved the day a lot of times last year. So, Nonetheless, they, they, they trained this team to be a run-first team, heavy run-first team, and then, you know, Lamar Jackson would get his plays with the play action and, and try to open up the defense when he could. But now you're getting a deep threat who can literally open the field up and stretch the field into ways that now when you're trying to run the ball, it's only making it that much easier because attention is going to have to be drawn deep down the field every play. Lamar Jackson has the ability to break away from defense create his own time we see it in the playoffs when they played the Chargers and Lamar Jackson had to make a couple miraculous plays to keep the game alive before they ended up losing um, a player like Hollywood Brown is is only just going to expand that that area for big play and for security when you when you want to try to run the ball and the defense has to play you know over the top plus I feel like that connection will be there for sure mm-hmm. for sure I think they're going to be like best friends you know that's gonna be awesome to see because I don't I don't I mean I'm sure they know each other but it's not like to say they grew up with each other but they can have that chemistry going forward for the next ten years that they both stay with the organization to to really do something special um, not winning the Super Bowl anytime soon though because you know the Colts running the AFC soon <laughs> now that and because Lamar Jackson's just kind of raw right now he hasn't really been able to be molded I don't know if they have anybody on that staff that can push them in that direction they kind of have to do I mean well they use like you said they did you know they understood Lamar Jackson's tool set his strengths his weaknesses and right. they had to change the offense and mold it around him but at the same time and that that's good to help develop your player but then you, there's also the other side of development where okay you have to basically mature you have to understand the pocket presence you have right. to you know your reads you know intermediate throws long throws like right. patience you know things I, like that I think I think what helps with this this year also is Joe Flacco just being gone yeah right? it's not like there's pressure to I gotta take the, I'm taking this guy's job not that Lamar Jackson felt some type of way about taking his job if any way he felt proud of himself and happy for himself but we knew that there was tension between them two where Joe Flacco wasn't the type to reach out and try to you know here's the game you know here's what what you you know tips and pointers and and be that mentor for the future of the Ravens Joe Flacco more felt like you know my starting job is is on the brink of of losing which it ended up having happening but um 
Lamar Jackson can go into this training camp feeling like the leader of this team. He can feel like this is this is for me to learn. I don't have anybody kind of distracting me of like, am I going to fight for the starting job now? Like He's not fighting for the starting job. He's their starting quarterback. So now, yeah, it's up to the Ravens to develop him and, and actually coach him into being that player that you know he can be at his ceiling. But it's not more of a distraction type going into this year. But I feel like I know... And I feel like he's going to have a sophomore slump. But I don't. Even saying that, I don't feel like it's really a detriment to him overall because realizing that they had the number one defense last year, they lost a lot of key defensive players, and all he really he was put in a position where he didn't have to win games. He's had to not lose games. They knew the defense. I mean, now now you're in a position where you got to put up points. Also, uh, we don't know who's you know who's going to be handing the ball the ball to. Alice Collins, you know, they released him. That would have been another brow boy. That's crazy. Yeah. Buck <laughs> Allen, yeah, Buck Allen had his uh, injuries. I know Kenneth Dixon had an injury as well. We can see Baltimore go running back round two. I, I feel like they need to though. You're gonna have, like they always say that the run game is the best friend to the quarterback. So to help you know make sure he takes a step forward and not step back. You went and did that with a Marquis with a Marquise Brown, which is great. But you're also gonna need somebody for them to hand the ball off to. And you know, take take more pressure off of him because he's gonna he's gonna have to do more now. Now it's just not lose games. Now you're gonna have to probably go their way and win more games now. And you wonder if it's all it's all hypothetical. But if the Raiders didn't take Josh Jacobs at 24, mm. would the Ravens have taken Josh Jacobs at 25? Right? Well, like, didn't the Raiders trade with Baltimore? Or did they, they? Oh no, that was somebody else. That was the Eagles. Never mind. Right. The Eagles trade Baltimore. Right. And the Eagles traded down so they can get a left tackle, Jason Peters' uh, replacement, Dillard from Washington State. That was a good pickup. Um, solid, safe pickup. They didn't want to probably take a home run shot on a playmaker when they know yeah, that Jason Peters is is a veteran, and mm-hmm. but he's he's coming to his last days. And Carson Wentz has a whole 15 years probably in front of him. So they needed to make sure they got some protection for him. And... Um, that was a solid pick for them as well. I think the Redskins getting Haskins and then trading back into the first oh, round yes. yeah, with yeah, Indianapolis yeah. and getting Montez Sweat was a key, key, key pickup for them because I think the NFC East is wide open. Like, we need to see what Dallas comes out the door, right? Mm-hmm. There's weeks where we saw Dallas can dominate. They beat the Saints in a big game last year, but then not to knock on the Colts or say that, you know, they shouldn't have won, but the Colts dominated the Cowboys for four quarters. And it's just like, well, what are we getting? Because is Ezekiel Elliott going to run for 112 yards a game or is he going to run for 70 yards and Dak Prescott's not going to perform, right? Mm-hmm. We lost Amari Cooper. We have to get past this. All right, we got Amari Cooper. We have to, we have to play better with him. So with the Eagles, Carson Wentz health, has obviously been a detriment for them the last two years now yeah. going into the playoffs. They don't have a Nick Foles now to lean on if Carson Wentz gets hurt. They're not expecting him to. That's why they traded him. Uh, so we have to see his health. And then their defense, if it's going to be as elite as it was in their Super Bowl run, and then even last year playing pretty decent with as bad as their defensive backs got injured and, and they had to fight through that. right? Yeah. With the Redskins... I think that, you know, drafting Dwayne Haskins, obviously they probably let him get a year of, of like, the Patrick Mahomes treatment. Yeah. They might, you know, end up having to throw him in there in the middle of the season with 
how it goes, but they get Darius guys coming back, so they have a solid running back option. They need to figure out what they're going to do with wide receiver. I don't think that they necessarily have a great chance to win, but I know that it's possible that they can beat or have a good division schedule, uh, division record this season, especially when they have to go against the Giants, hmm. who with Daniel Jones, it's like what 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 are we going to get out of this guy? Is, are we looking for him to to throw this ball, you know, forty times a game? Are we going to change our style to? Nah, he's not playing next year. Yeah, Daniel Jones doesn't play next year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I acted as he was, but <laughs> even easier for the Redskins to play against the, the Giants two times a year. Um, I think it's going to be funny in the future, though, with Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. Especially in the that, same division. Just yeah. seeing that every year, knowing that Dwayne Haskins thought he would probably go to the Giants and all the speculation weeks prior. We saw the reaction of Dwayne Haskins when the Giants picked Daniel yeah. Jones and Smirk. Nod in the head. Smirk, nod the head. He was so, just like, all right. Like, that's all y'all. But I think tomorrow is going to be a big day for the NFL, and, and it's going to be a key day to where these players that are still available that are that are close to elite, but they fell. I think, I think day two is probably the most important day, I would think. I mean, because I feel like for the most part, you know, like you said, you have months of preparation, and for the most part, day one, every every team, you, or eighty percent of the teams, you get, you know, you just have to worry about that one pick. Right. You might trade right. down, you might trade up, you might maybe trade back into the first round, but for the most part, you just got to worry about that one pick. Now day two, I mean, a lot of like you said, you got to worry about the people that fall. You got to worry about am I reach, am I going up to grab somebody? Mm-hmm. Do I let them you know fall in mm-hmm. my lap? And then we see, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, with trades that happen in the offseason, a lot of them include second and third round picks. Yeah, yeah. Some are fourth, but majority are like in between so the second and, yeah, the second and third picks. rank. Yeah. Like, I, believe, I think in the Colts, you guys have three, three, you know. So, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting day. Like I said, a lot of people fell. Um, I think this is where football teams are going to, you know, find their foundations and, and improve their teams. Because, you know, I think day one's kind of like, you know, the sexy picks or, you know, like the, like you said, the, the, the name. Yeah, the yeah. names, the easy picks. Mm-hmm. Day two is like, like I said, you got the fallen players. This is where you get like the real like football guys and real skill positions that, you, you know, that you need. So I'm always, I'm always interested in day two. There was a tweet. Uh, this girl, Taylor Tannenbaum, she said, just met with the coach GM, Chris Ballard, says Monday is when they start, uh, when they started co- to consider trading adds that they feel good about who they can acquire tomorrow with three second-round picks. But before he left, he said that 34th pick is going to be really attractive to people, so we'll see. Mm. It is. That's true. Oh, yeah, you guys pick right after the Cardinals. Yeah. Second pick of the... Oof. So, wow. And you guys are in an interesting position because it's like you guys are pretty solid. Like, yeah, you could use, like, some X-Factor players, but for the most part, you guys are, you know... Are, are solid at every position. There's no, like, really, like... St- I mean, yeah, obviously you could always improve at right. certain positions. Like, we need defense, no, like, st- Yeah. But my thing is, like, to go with your, what, what you're saying is, like, if we're trading this pick, the 34th pick, we still have two second-round picks where we can get that name that maybe uh, the name isn't going to be grabbed with that second overall pick of the second round because they want the, the true player there. You know what I mean? 
who can still like AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, uh, Drew Locke. These are just names: Drew Locke, Jonah Williams, Jawan Chase Taylor. Winovich, Jawan Taylor. Um, I said Jonah Williams. I meant Jawan uh, uh, Jawan Taylor, Greedy Williams, Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel, Rocky Asin, <laughs> Byron <laughs> Murphy, Cody Ford. It's a lot of names. Nasir Adderley. So Paris Campbell's out there. He's a playmaker. Chauncey Gardner Johnson from Florida. So, I think yeah, like I said, I think you know tomorrow's going to be a really really telling day. A lot of teams are going to be able to make or break their rosters. Not break their rosters, but uh, be able to either vastly improve them or stay stuck in that limbo of I hope we hit in the third or the fourth round with our pick. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go back next week and we'll we'll talk about you know. Full synopsis of the drafts, full draft winners. We're going to have NBA playoffs to talk about. You know, the second rounds are getting started. First round's kind of coming to an end. I know the Nuggets and San Antonio Spurs are at game seven now. Um, yeah, Clippers. Damian and Lillard did his thing. Dang. Clippers and Rockets. Dollar sign. Uh, Clippers and, and Warriors. Got game six. Going to game six. The Clippers trying to go back home and and control their destiny basically nah but that right. whole like rivalry between Dame and Westbrook like y'all peep that yeah fucked up the whole and all the shit and talking and all that shit like yeah, I Dame's, wonder how Dame's Westbrook is gonna react cause Dame's been quiet Dame's so a real a one crazy Dame's thing. a real one he's been quiet he's been taking his losses to the chin like just bucking well, up well his loss yeah, cause it was yeah, 3-1 it was, well, and then they won he lost in the playoffs a couple times, though. Oh, I thought you meant, like, versus nah, the rest of the series. Just all the losses yeah, in general. Yeah, for sure. He for definitely sure. just well, been I mean, collecting. Sure. He's been sitting quiet. But you could say the same doing thing. Doing his thing consistently. Yeah, same thing for Westbrook. I mean, this is the third year in a row. They got bounced out the first. That's true. Having won a road playoff game since Kevin Durant left. I mean, you're just not helping your case. But we you always... See- you see the aggravation on Westbrook's face. Mm-hmm. You see it in his gameplay and all play that. Cool. You don't, yeah, you don't see that in Dame's gameplay. Like even if he is aggravated, they could be down twenty, and it seems he's like he's going to right. be the captain of the ship and stand cool so that his guys follow suit. That's true. That's true. Way better leader, Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and I think he, like Anson, is more composed than Westbrook. He, if we're talking about like better player. Um, I would still give me. it to Westbrook. I would give it. To, I would give it to Westbrook. I would give it to Lillard. Um, or better. Hold on. Better player. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Better player. Like if I could have one of them, I'll take Lillard. You know what I mean? But it's just you know it's, what it's Westbrook's hard. gonna go out and give. Yeah, you, it's hard right? because it's hard to deny like, what Westbrook's gonna give you. I feel like Westbrook's stuck in this like double entendre. Like we know, yes, we know. Third season. Averaging a triple double, nobody's done it. Nobody's even averaged a triple double season since Oscar Robertson. Let alone nobody's done it in three consecutive seasons. He's done it the last two seasons, very you know low key. But then it's just like, but even with all this going on, like it should be undeniable. Like he should be in the in the talks of one of the greatest players in the league. Right. But he's not, and then there's a reason behind it. So yes, we understand dropping this many points. You can, you know, helping teams and rebound and assist. Like you, sh- you basically do it all. People say he plays, you know, 100%. Never robs the fans every 82, you know, all 82 games. Like it's his last. We understand all that, but it just it still doesn't get down to the nitty gritty, and the question still remains: 
can you win with Russell Westbrook? Can you build your team around Russell Westbrook? And I think the verdict's still out. If anything, I feel well, like, if anything, not, not only is the verdict still out, I feel like it's more leaning toward, like, especially after this series, I feel like it's kind of leaning towards, like, maybe not. Like, I don't, I disagree I don't know. That. I disagree with that, bro. I feel like, especially out of this year, it showed that you can. Because look at who they have, bro. And honestly, their third best player comes off the bench, and that's Dennis Schroeder. So you really have to think about how much are they really building around Westbrook? You could say the same and thing for Damian did, Lillard. Nah, they built the team around Damian Lillard, bro. They brought CJ McCollum, someone who matches with him. They have a good relationship. They um, brought Paul George. They brought over um, the uh, Marcus Saul, Nurkic. Um, Nurk, yeah, they got Nurkic. They got bro. They, they got Stephen Adams. No, I mean, but you, you can Stephen say, Adams been on that team for a while, bro. They didn't like try well, to build Stephen McCullum. Adams around. Did they, 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 they drafted Stephen McCullum? Yeah, they drafted. You know who they McCullum. put around Westbrook? They put Paul George, another person who, who he's a great player, great player. Needs the ball though. That's not building around another player. Like you didn't build the base player. I just don't. But know deservingly how, how to so. Build around Westbrook, like. Yeah, I Paul George like needs the ball deservedly so. What shooters are on that team? That's that's what he needs too. Yeah, he needs that too. They didn't they haven't built around Westbrook, bro. I feel like that argument is done because they haven't that front office hasn't done him right. They tried to do the they tried to do the Paul George come help, but Paul George come help is not gonna be the answer when it's when it's two guys. Besides McCullum, what other lethal shooter do they have? Evan Turner is a good player, but he's streaky. They just brought in I don't Rodney think Hood. The, the Warriors, I mean, the, the Blazers built around but the Blazers, Lillard like that. I think they're that's, in the that's, same that's, type that's, of that's what I'm territory. Where it's that's, like, exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's like, look what, but look, but then again, look at the results. We know both these teams are going to win the finals. But, we both know that these teams probably won't even get to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. So every year they come into the playoffs with like high internal expectations. But everybody outside of the basketball, out inside the basketball world that's not in Portland understands that this isn't going to do it. But we also live in a world where the championship is already basically given. If the Warriors weren't going to win the finals this year or if the Warriors had dismantled this year, it's up for grabs. Like if Houston was going against another team, say, and then you have San Antonio versus Denver winner going against Portland, like, yeah, you can say Portland can advance to the conference finals, then possibly beat Houston, you know what I mean? Or, But the Warriors are the team to beat, and they have been for the last four or five years. Well, yeah, we're not, and there's we're not just no, there's yeah, no building to beat that team. So right now, everybody that's building around whatever players they have, it's, it's for after the shock of the Warriors aren't the Warriors anymore. Right, but... Yeah, but now, right now we're comparing Westbrook Damian Lillard. Yeah, but if you're comparing them, I mean... And what, even, like, building, like, with the teams. Like, but the teams didn't build around either player greatly. Like, they drafted McCullum, like he said, um, which was a good draft pick. They got Nurkic, which was a good pickup. Um, they've had Al Farouk Amino, Evan Turner, Maurice Harkless, uh, the Alan Crabb they traded away. He and was it was, a, and it was no, always just, a playoff team. Or he just signed. Yeah, he just signed. And it was always a playoff team. Right. And then they traded for Marcus Saul. Or a uh, free no. agent. Signed him as a free agent. No. No, Marcus Saul's with. Portland's Tom. never had Marcus Yeah, they never had Marcus I keep saying Marcus Saul. Yeah, I can enter. I don't know. About, no, no I am talking about Cantor. Facts. I'm talking oh. about Cantor. Boom. Cantor. Another good piece. Right. Bro, but we they, know that's not going to win. 
Just like we know that signing Paul George for that four-year deal, what, why did Paul George sign that deal? That might be the worst career decision he's made. Why not go play with LeBron? I agree. Oh, hell, he would probably would have been better off in, in It's not the West best Coopers. organization, bro, but Westbrook is a good person to play with. Like, I haven't seen I don't otherwise. think he's a bad person I to play with. I wouldn't say that. Bro. But I do think I would rather have a Damian Lillard on my team. Look at how Damian, Damian Lillard, Lillard got in Westbrook's head. And when better. Damian Lillard shoot, shoots threes... He shoots better, definitely. Russell Westbrook wants to come down and answer it. Like, you're up 11, I mean, but Dylan, you want to answer really can put the ball on the floor now. You can, you can no, have. yeah, I'm not arguing that. But yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather Westbrook attack the room than Dame attack the room. But it's not too but far off. But Dame shot. Like, I'd rather shot. Dame shot by far than Westbrook's, but I'd rather, like, I'd rather Westbrook's attack the rim a little more than Damian Lillard's. But then Westbrook has way more energy Way more I feel like he's Just He's everywhere on the court But that also comes to more. Bite him too sometimes Like it but can yeah, playing, It can Yeah bite. playing at 100% All the time Like it's There's levels to it Like you have to Pick and choose Like the moments I feel like it bites him On offense Yeah um, Especially if he's like Going down the court It bites him on lane. defense too Being overly aggressive but Westbrook is a really good defender. Yeah. Uh, I'll give him that. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. Know, but we he saw the shot. Thirty-seven the foot, three-point buzzer beater oh, over Paul, Paul George Oof. to advance. It's his Fading second, away his second series foot. advancing. Paul George game-winning three. And it's crazy because he said it's a bad shot. Salt. He and he jumped too. Like he he was he was kind of there. Nah, he wasn't. I mean, he was, nah, he but late. Come on, no, man. he did, but he like. No, it's a great shot, though. Was, That's what it is. You're gonna say it's nah, a bad he, shot. No, that was a bad shot. It's a bad shot because he made it, but he gave him no, the shot. No, it's not a bad shot because it's Dame Lillard. No, I'm thinking Paul George. I'm thinking Paul George's eyes. It's a, only a bad shot. Like because no, there's no way that that's a bad bro, shot, Paul it's a George. Bad shot there's no way. I'm, no, I'm not saying Lillard. it is, but I'm saying from if Paul George. If Steph Curry shoots that shot, we're not saying it's a bad shot. It's if a bad Clay shot Thompson because he's salty. There's no other reason. If it's Clay not Thompson a bad shot. Damian Lillard can shoot that shot, shot and make it six times out of ten. And if you're telling me that, or five times out of ten, even, and if he shoots that fifty percent of the time, I'll take it. If he shoots it forty percent of the time, I'll take it. But the fact that he shot that shot how many times in real-life game situations? He shot tough shots like that in how many real-life game situations? He's made tough shots. He's made big shots. He's made clutch shots. He's made contested threes. Like, it's not a bad shot. He literally sized you up for 15 seconds. Took one step, dribble hard to the right, and shot it over you. I think I heard a stat. I think I heard a stat where it said... So, like the rest of the league, like the league as a, as a whole, between thirty five and forty feet is like twenty six percent. But like Damian Lillard shooting from thirty five to forty feet is like thirty nine percent. I'll take that forty percent. Like, so there is no bad shot with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard picks and chooses his spots on the floor. Like he, like I, he ain't pulling no shot. He don't think he can make. Like he's not pulling no shot. He doesn't think that's going in. And that he knows he hasn't made I feel a like thousand no times. No NBA player yeah. is really doing that. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, so, no, 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 no. There, there's, there's a lot of NBA players that shoot some shit that they're like, Ooh. yeah. But elite players yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. are shooting the shots. Like that they West, I know Westbrook make. does it. 
Oh, I'm now, I think Westbrook truly believes he really can truly, make yeah. whatever Every shot he shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to let you tell him that he did. So. But listen, that's round one. Round two is going to be more intriguing. Round three is where it gets real, but we'll leave that for, for next week and the week on. Thank you guys for listening. That was episode 27. First round NFL draft recap. That part, bang this shit in the hood one time, little bitch, I'm back and bobbing. Tell that ugly bitch to move away, I need more options. Broke them fix your pockets, all I do is profit. Quarter million switching lanes. That part, bet my bitch move the same old thing. That part, 405 with the gun off safe. That part, I'm still tryna make that play Rich or poor, nigga, choose your fave Style on top of style, nigga Five years I've been rich, nigga Throw beamers down feet, nigga Push Porsches down Broadway I've been diving in different halls, nigga Got a chain that's worth the rolls, nigga Got an engine back with the top in it Nigga driving it like it's a bomb in it mm. Me no conversation with the fake That part All my bitches independent bitches That part I just want the paper, that part, all my bitches flavor, yeah, that part, that uh. part, that part, that part, hey. okay, 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 that part, beggars can't be choosers, business ain't your part, nigga with an attitude, I feel like O'Shea, walking, living legend, man, I feel like Kobe, Kobe. I just left the strip club, got some glitter on me, Wifey gonna kill me, she the female OJ Y'all don't feel me, man, this ain't okay Four seasons, take a shower, new clothes, I'm reloaded uh, Rich nigga still eating catfish uh, That bitch ain't really bad, that's a catfish uh, If I walk up out of Sassman uh, How the paparazzi doing backflips uh, If I lay you down on the mattress uh, Blow the back out to your backless uh, Think we already established just got him done, bra strapless. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That part. Beggars can't be choosers, bitches ain't your partner. That part. Nigga with an attitude, I feel like O'Shea. That part. Walking, living legend, man, I feel like Kobe. That part. Me no conversation with the fake. That part. All my bitches, independent bitches. That part. I just want the pay. That part, all my bitches flavor. That part, that part, that part, that part, hey. That part, bang this shit in the hood one time, little bitch. I'm back and bobbing. Tell that ugly bitch to move away. I need more options. Broke them fix your pockets. All I do is profit. Few million made and still ain't changed. That part, me and my girl got matching bling. I'ma get so blowed, I'ma lose my brain That part Me and XO, only thing go straight Need me a bitch that'll go both ways Style on top of style, nigga Since I'm young and I wanted the ball, nigga Had a pistol in my drawers, nigga When I was broke, I had the sauce, nigga Got a Chevy from side to side on it Honey's supposed to dang the things on it Got a chopper to stand if I I put your hoops down beside you uh. Me no conversation with the fake that part, all my bitches, independent bitches. 
that part I just want the paper, that part All my bitches flavor That part, that part, that part, that part Ay. That part That part. Walking, living legend, man, I feel like Kobe. That part. I just dropped 60, man, I feel like Kobe. Love, I was with me, man, I feel like Kobe. Tripping at my way, man, I feel like Joe. Tripping at my way, now we're Hey, say shit, You were listening close, though. You were listening to hoes, though. You were listening to the flow, though. Listen to the go, that's shine. Nigga, who knew? My, my, my nigga, nigga, school boy, QA.